This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one but on the counter attack. Forestieri. Good afternoon, everybody. Hope you're all well. It's uh, horrible weather up in Huddersfield. It's not too great around here, but uh, look really quite quite nasty there. So 2-0 away at Huddersfield. Last time we ventured there, we lost 2-0 on uh, on Vladimir Ivic's last game, if you recall. Wonderful own goal and uh, by Kapu and some strange footwork by Ben Foster. No such issues today against a rather a, a rather troubled side, I'd say, in in, in Huddersfield. We, we spoke to Richard from the uh, Takes His Chance podcast, who was a lovely fella, and chatted to us. And yeah, they, they had some difficulties, but we did overcome it. As, as you'll have seen, Twitter Spaces was uh, was removed and is now back. Carlos. Oh, I can How hear you. We? I can How hear you. Yeah, better than you. You're down with a bit of man flu, I believe. I've, I've got, yeah, I've got man flu, which, uh, yeah, can fuck off quite quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I mean, I, I was talking, but I don't think anybody could hear me. Talking about, obviously, 2-0 away at Huddersfield. Last time we were yeah. there, we lost 2-0. Thanks to Mr. Kapu and Mr. Foster between them, uh, and and at least today we didn't have those issues. I think it was a bit of a, a stilted performance in the first half for for periods, but we kind of eased into the game. And how that wasn't a penalty, I don't know if you managed to see it on, yeah, on, the, on the red button. I mean, the red button also shares the audio problems with spaces. It would appear because uh, because we didn't have audio on that for the first twenty minutes of the second half. During which, for me, I, I'd be interested to see what you think and what everybody does think. And any, anybody who wants to make a comment, please just hit the request button at the bottom left and come on and let us know what you think. But uh, we didn't have any have any audio. And as that happened, for me, man of the match was Tom Delibashiru, who 
having been out for three months, is doing very, very good work in the middle. Picked up the ball and drove a long time and all the all the defenders and the players kind of converged into the centre and he released there Pedro, who just found the space on the right, took a couple of touches and fired home. And then obviously what was what was really nice from a, a kind of a real kind of shithousery kind of point of view was the lovely moment when Pedro came back on the pitch and was immediately involved, went on a jinking run for the corner, which he then headed beautifully goalwards. So, uh, so those were the highlights. What, what were your thoughts and who, what were your man of the match then, uh, Carlos? Yeah, I mean, firstly, I, I did actually watch it on the red button. I watched it on a, on a Huddersfield feed because I think sometimes it's good to get sort of their uh, their side of the story. But I mean, they, they were um, drooling over João Pedro for, for the majority of the commentary. Uh, I think it was BBC Radio Yorkshire whose commentary was attached to it. I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Deli Bashiru had, had a great game, you know, but I can't look past today. Jao Pedro, because I, f- I just thought the guy was absolute class today. You know, he's far too good for this division. You know, January's looming on us, and you, you know, as, as a Watford fan, you. My biggest fear now is that they, they start. To, I mean, I've just watched that header again. It's absolutely beautiful, isn't it? But to 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 keep him for for the whole of this season would in itself be an achievement. I think. I, I just think he's absolutely a cut above the rest. You know, I know I know the whole game last last time around was a was a difficult one because he was playing in such a crap position. I mean he like a defensive midfielder at, at, at times. So to see him doing his thing today, Peter, was 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 tremendous. No, I agree completely. I mean if you if you're a premiership side with forty million quid burning a hole in your pocket and you came along there to see, you know, World Cup returns Ishmael Assar. Don't get me wrong, he had a couple of his moments where he drove inside and had, you know, kind of and he got in the box and he looked he looked quite willing and hungry. But the one you're thinking that's 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 returned from the World Cup, you would have thought it would have been Yao Pedro. Yeah, he looked he looked he looked fearsome. He really did. Really did. Justin, let's see if we can hear you now, sir. Oh, can you hear me this time? No, you seem to be at the bottom of a well. You sound like you're a bottle, like you're talking for a bottle. What are you doing, man? How about now? Can you hear so me now? That. Oh, the, have, you, have you walked into the same room as the microphone? Then? No, I need some new Apple earphones for Christmas, by the looks of things. Um, <laughs> that looks as though what I might need. Yeah, pretty much what you said there, to be honest. You, you've got to hope that Pedro is not going anywhere in a January window. It's going to cost whoever it is who wants him, but you've got to hope he's not going anywhere because you're going to have to replace him. He was brilliant today. And if you haven't got Pedro, I don't think you're going to get goals at the moment. I can't see where they're going to come from otherwise. Davis doesn't look all that great at the moment, does he? He's not looked very good for the last few games, I don't think. So, yeah, I mean, I was expecting that to be a, a nil-nil ball draw, even up until, you know, the first goal. I thought, oh, it's not going to be a great game, this. But there you go, 2 nil against Huddersfield. We'll take that. I think we're third now, aren't we? Yeah, third, third in the league. Yeah, so you take that. Um, I think Norwich played Blackburn at half-five who are just, just in and around us. So we're third for 90 minutes at oh, That's least. all right. I'll take that. I'll take that going into Christmas. That seems all right to me. I, I think there are a lot of things that, you know, if, if you just look at it on the performance and disassociate it with the result, I still think we need to we need to move the ball a whole lot more quickly in terms of passing the ball more firmly because there's a lot of times where we just get it to just arrive. And it's not like these are little through balls or anything. These are like, you know, passing from the centre back to the full back. And it's like unnecessary. Just put a bit of weight on it and let him take the you know take his touch and, and look and move the ball. Because I think Huddersfield, if if we'd have moved the ball as quickly as we are actually capable of, wouldn't have lived with us for, for, for a lot longer than uh, than they did. Obviously we had the uh, Davis penalty that should have been really should have been given That's by the looks dog. of it. 
that's nailed on. I can't see how he's not given that. That is a nailed on penalty for me. Yeah. I think it's a referee that we watched the other day at the ladies game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Atrocious. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't matter what gender of football we watch. Carl is normally abusive to the referee or indeed linesman slash lines person. It's always nice to know. Always nice to know that. Guys, if you want to uh, have, have your say, let us know. We'll have a look at the some of the five-word reviews that have come in. Also, if you want to have your say, obviously just leave a note at the bottom there and we'll come to those as well. Mike Smart said, uh, you know, not great, but good enough. And I think that's probably, you know, at the end of the season where, where we'll probably look at that and go, yeah, uh, Huddersfield, ghost of Christmas future. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, if we look at Huddersfield, came down, got into the, the the playoff final, having done, obviously, God's own work by putting Luton out in the semis. But now, only a season after coming out, they are down the bottom and struggling. Uh, it's, a fa- it's a fair point. We need to make sure we avoid that for certain. Alan Tarrant says, without Pedro, we are fucked. Now that's a that's a nice that's a that's a nice poignantly used five words. Well done, Alan. We applaud you for that. That's excellent. Malk said Pedro is a magnificent footballer. Natasha, right? Hello, Natasha. Says uh, Davis is no Troy Deeney, and uh, I think that's echoing your point uh, there, there, Justin. He could have he could he could certainly be more assertive up there but I, I still think he's one of those players who probably gets fitter the more games he plays rather than in training by the looks of him because I thought at the back end of the before the World Cup we seemed to have somebody who was starting to kind of uh, you know get, get in on goals albeit only at Vicarage Road but he, he's probably one of those uh, Richard WFC says uh, Yao Pedro is a baller Simon Parkin says three points but very average there seemed to be a lot of realism in these about about what we've watched which wasn't wasn't Brilliant, but if you think about it, from Saar had a point-blank header saved from the keeper as well. And if you take that and you take the penalty and you go, well, you know, if we'd have walked away from there from 4-0, we'd have all been purring and said we'd done it. It is one of those things, but obviously there is a difference between doing it and not doing it. Uh, Brian Edwards, a great point here. Away support deserves immense credit, yeah. Um, I mean, hearing since I was young, uh, you can understand why Huddersfield aren't as loud as they were in the Premiership. They're not on a jolly at the moment. They're right down in the mire and nothing's going for them, but you can kind of understand why. Uh, Paul Fiander Turner says, Cabaselli silencing his perverse critics. Now, I'm not sure, but that may be, that may be Florida bound, that comment. I'm not sure. We shall see. We'll come to some of these, but we'll finish with uh, Brian Edwards for the moment. Controlled, competent, professional team performance. Okay, there you go. So there was kind of three points, but very average, or... Was it a controlled, professional, competent performance? The truth probably lies somewhere in between there. Let, let us win, wend our way over. To see what I did there? Wend our way over to Wendover for Greg. Mr. Wendover Horn, how are you, sir? I'm well, thanks, Pete. How are you? I'm very well. I'm, I'm decidedly warmer than the fantastic away support who were who were braving the, the elements in that second half that looked grim up in Huddersfield. So, Fair, fair play to him. Yeah, I didn't go today. I, I was watching the same stream as, uh, as, as Carl. And I um, hope you get better soon, Carl. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, they kept calling Christian Cabaselli Chris Cabaselli, and at one once one stage they called him Chrissy Cabaselli, which uh, which which yeah, which there was um, there was Ken Seema a lot as well, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think we can all confirm that that the opposition streams 
are a thing of joy. They really are because they, they are also incredibly biased as John Marks and Tommy Mooney are for us, you know, fair play. That's what you want. But when you do hear it for, as a, uh, as a, as an opposition supporter, it does make you smile. I do like that. It does make you smile. I'm going to give a shout out for Jeremy and Gakia today. Um, not his biggest fan, but I thought he had a good game. I, th- I thought, I, th- I thought he played very well. What do you think? I, th- I, th- I thought, I thought in, yeah. in possession, he still looks a bit nervy, almost clumsy. But then when you see, especially in that first half, those balls down the down the wing, which it should be bread and butter for a right back, are bread and butter for him. He, he, he knows how to play those. I think give him a few more games to get in there and he'll be great in possession. Defensively, he's so, he's just dogged. He just doesn't, yeah. he just, he just, keeps it and there was a there was a bit in the second half where we got kind of all pulled over to the left and a ball got played uh you know to, to the far post he got two there and he just headed it back and away just just safety first so no I'm I'm more than happy with that but what says it more than anything is three consecutive clean sheets now I know yeah. the last two as Justin will point out and say but the opposition had two clean sheets last two times as well fair play but we saw under Edwards that there wasn't much of an identity. And the one thing that you would expect from somebody like Billich is build from the back. And yeah. we, we've, we've made ourselves hard to, hard to break down. That's all, right. And, and we're good. balanced. We were never balanced under, under Rob, unfortunately, playing a, a left foot on the right sides. And we, we, we just looked, it just looked better with a, with a right footer playing, a, playing on, the, on, the, on, the, on the right, on the correct sides. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the, the defence looked more, more solid today. Even, even that centre of the park looked, uh, looked, looked solid. I agree. TDB played well. That burst through for the first goal, excellent. Still feel we're, we're very light there in the centre of midfield. And even with the Bakuna signing, who who did okay. You know, he, he, he looked all right. He's another body in there. But I think we need, with Cody coming in, I think we need at least another, another central midfield player. Well, Bacone, Bacone? <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm combining Bakuna and Kone in one one individual player. Uh, yeah, I thought Bakuna did did okay. He came did all right. in. Did he, all right. yeah. he wasn't flashy. He, yes, he picked up a booking on about 27 minutes, something like that. And there was nothing great, but he, he was in there and occupying space. But the most important thing I thought from Hull to Huddersfield was the fact that in Billich, we've got somebody who sort of learns and he's gone, okay, I need to bring somebody in there because I can't lose Pedro. We saw we saw last week what losing Pedro from that attacking remit. We saw today what it gave us. You take you take Pedro out of there, and we're looking at another nil nil. So he brought him in to keep him forward, and then when when he took Bakuna off, he moved Semmer back and put a Spree you know forward on the right, who came on. I thought also gave gave a really positive contribution. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I think it's hard. Some of the comments saying. Very average. I thought second half, actually, we were very good. I also felt think there is a player in Davis. There is certainly a player in Dave Davis, and he will only get better. The ball does stick to him, and at this level, I think Davis is the, is the best you're going to get. Could do with having a poacher up there with him, without a doubt. I'd like, mm-hmm. to, I'd like to, I'd still love to see Archer coming in in this window. He hasn't played a minute for Villa, so if if we if, if we could snap him up, that'd be great. 
Can't see, can't see JP going. They've extended him, haven't they, since the last window. Then they're not. They're, they're going to cash in. They're going to cash in. Maybe, maybe the upcoming summer or after. Hopefully, Touchwood another another season in the Premier League. But I can't see them cashing in in this window with with, with Jow. I mean, the the question becomes: Who do you, if you did if you sold both Saar and Pedro, and I think most people are kind of resigned to going, look, there's just been a World Cup, and if the money comes in for Saar now, because he hasn't extended his contract, I think everybody would rather see, in the nicest possible way, Ishmael Saar move on, rather than Yao Pedro um, at, yeah. at this moment. And the question is, is you know, who would you replace him with, and how much of a value is it to lose both of those in this break and not make a make a tilt at going for second whether or not we get there or not we shall see I've, I've, I've mentally given up on first place because I think Burnley look look solid but I'm happy to be convinced in the second half of the season as Burnley collapse under the weight of company that would be good so yeah, it, they, it, they, they could have a wobble Pete they could have a wobble when when you get when the line when you can see the line approaching that they, they could well have a wobble and he is still an inexperienced coach so let's hope that happens but I'll take second, you know. I don't, you know, every, everybody forgets who the champions were, don't they? It doesn't really matter. But you know, I'd, I'd, I'd take second. Yeah. Unless you're a unless you're a Bournemouth fan. Oh fuck them. Yeah, yeah exactly. They seem to never forget. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite happy with somebody turning around and saying it, it was average. I think I think the difference that we saw there today was 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 keeping Pedro in that forward line and yeah. getting him on it and giving us that. That's fine if you do take away. Well, I think there's there's issues with that, but there's there's, there's nothing wrong. Though, there's you nothing wrong make... with winning two nil averagely, and then somebody else says that's a great professional away performance because they're both correct. I think. Go, mate. Sorry, what were you saying? You, you make a great point. That should have been a penalty. That's 3-0. And let's face it, that header, the goalkeeper knew nothing about it, hit him in the face. 4-0, we'll be in raptures, wouldn't we? So, no, I, I, th- I think a good professional away win. Average first half, good second half. Onwards and upwards, third, third in the league. Let's go and win on Boxing Day and let's put some pressure on Burnley. Very good, very good. Mrs. Wendover looks out, look out, look out. He's happy. You know what that leads to. That's never good. <laughs> Just uh, on the away fans, just seeing footage, there was somebody in a full Santa's outfit. Yeah, I saw. In the away oh, well done! If you know this, if you know this person, present him to me immediately because I want to shake his hand and buy him a beer. Absolutely outstanding. Correct. I love Correct. that. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure I've said about this before, but the first game I ever took my son to, we was the it was the three all draw with Burnley over Easter. So that dates it to about when about. 11 years ago and it was it was over Easter and one of the Burnley supporters had come in full Jesus costume resplendent with with cross right I mean he went he went the full works and of course they scored three goals and every time they scored he came charging down the front and my son was basically did, just didn't put two and two together he just was very disappointed the next time we saw Burnley not at Easter that Jesus was no longer in the way and <laughs> there you go oh, don't good. forget everybody Jesus is for Christmas not just for Easter there yeah. we go oh, Merry, Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas everyone Merry Christmas to you too Greg we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. catch you very very soon I'll catch you on Boxing Day mate yeah yeah, good. Will do. Good, good. Cheers, mates. Wonderful. There Cheers, goes Greg. Greg. There, there goes Greg. Mrs. Wendover. Do look out. Do look out. We know what he's like. But we're now going to go across to uh, not only but not off. It, it's Rich. It's WFC. Uh, Rich WFC two. Rich, how are you, sir? How are you, sir? I'm all. I'm good, guys. Compliments for the season. 
compliment oh. for the season to you. That was it's, good fun, wasn't it? That was a better, better performance. Now, I, I must admit, I'm, I'm the reason I rang. I just I don't very. I watch a lot of these streams when for the away games when I can't get there, and I've got I've got to say today was was a classic. Listen to the Huddersfield um, commentary, and, <laughs> and I think if, I think if anybody can, um, if they haven't heard it, somehow find the the comments to when um, Davis goes down in the box for the penalty. It's the to me the funniest reaction because they didn't know what to say. They were so biased they just did not know how to say. Well, actually, that was a foul. That was a penalty. And the way they tried to walk, talk around it was quite, quite hysterical. I mean, I'm fuming because I'm thinking that's a Stonewall penalty. And uh, the way they, they tackled it was quite funny. You could almost hear them laughing to themselves thinking, you know, yeah, that is a penalty. But anyway, good, good, good performance. As I said, I sort of tweeted at half time. you know, we looked a little bit average and, mm. and you know, Greg's taken a bit of my thunder and, and, and basically, I, I agree, we, we need a fox in the box. We need a goal scorer. We need somebody who just heads up, bang, straight forward. And, you know, Archer might be that man. I don't know if, we, if we've gone cold on that now with Villa, all the changes, but we need somebody like that. Now, having said that, I'm, a, I'm still a fan of Davis. I think what people have to appreciate is that Davis occupies two or three players at a time. So he can look languid, he can look, in the middle, but there's people keeping an eye on him and, and that frees up spaces for people like that. And again, I'll, I'll agree with what uh, one of the guys said, absolutely spot on from Billich today by getting Bakuna in, who had a, a solid debut, fair play to him, but it, it unleashed Pedro. And that is what happened, that didn't happen against Hull the other day, which I was very critical of because we, yep. lost, we lost two players in that game because we lost Pedro because he just became pretty anonymous as a so-called defensive midfielder today he was unleashed and all I can say to anybody is please please keep winding him up away fans um, you know keep winding him up and booing him because that was his again hysterical when he went off for his injury and then he but he came straight on and the ball came to him and the booing from the crowd and he then went and beat about seven players won the corner and then edited it into the net I mean what, what, a, what a cameo of 60 seconds or so of that was you know hilarious he just you know was so wound up that, that you know that he was being booed that he just said sorry I ain't passing to anyone and no excellent but I'm also going to say as again I'm going to agree with Greg here and Kakia, I thought he had an excellent game. And I'm not just talking about the second half. I'm talking about the 90 minutes. If you really watched as a right-back position today, I get what I think Carl said, that he, he seems a bit nervous sometimes when he's got too much time on the ball. But uh -huh. when it comes to pure defending and pace, he was there. Once he annoyed me, he went towards the, uh, the corner flag with a blow. I said, don't foul, don't foul. And he bloody fouled. Yes, I know but the that, one. Yeah. That was the only time I went to myself, oh, Jeremy, come on. But I thought, excellent he was pacey he made things happen down that right side and um yeah fair play to him and i'm gonna say to ishmael Assar, I'm, i don't mind admitting i've been cheesed off big time with him this week because you know i know what happened and i think we mm -hmm. all know a bit more about what happened last weekend and i'm not happy with him but he didn't hide today he got out there. He was visible. He was involved. Not everything came off, but he was there. You saw him. He was making an effort. He wanted to be on that pitch for Watford, and fair play to him. So, a little bit forgiven. He needs to. I need a few more. A few more of them to be forgiven. But uh, whether he's still here at the end of January, that's probably up for debate. But he's being played, so they're not chucking him in complete cotton wool and saying there's a an asset there to be sold. So no, good good performance. The second half, 
totally dominant. And I think, again, going back to the, the famous Huddersfield commentators, they reckon their team was the best they played for a long, long time. So perhaps we all are, myself included, a little bit hard on our team sometime. We're perhaps perhaps a little bit better than we... Because we see every single minute of every game, of every tackle, we're probably ultra-critical. And with the players we've got, yeah, we, we should expect high standards. But then you hear the opposition and thinking, well, you know, they've had... Most of their... I think the, the opinion I, I got was that they've played as well as they played for a long, long time. Now, that not, might not be fantastic, but they're saying that. Where they, they were absolutely slaughtering them from the last nil-nil game, talking about paint drying and things like that, 10 men behind the ball, etc. They yeah. came out and had a go. Thankfully, we kept a clean sheet, and that's three clean sheets on the bounce. Three points today. We're third in the table. Burnley are flying. Yeah, OK. Sheffield United are doing well, but, you know, add a bit in January, and we're all going to have a nice, nice Christmas. Oh, this is the season of good cheer, isn't it? I like this a lot. Now, I, uh, uh, so, so I, I think I think Pedro outshone him, but yep. there was a moment in the first half for me where Saar picked up the ball on the left and drove forward and yep. drove in, and in the end, he ended up having a uh, a shot from from some distance, which the keeper spilt, and then it went yep. out for a corner. But it was suddenly ah. That could that that felt like the catalyst from from that earlier kind of twenty minutes where you know nothing quite quite kind of got really going. Agreed. Other than, you know, and then suddenly you got Davis with the penalty, and you got and suddenly we looked a little bit more on our uppers and feeling feeling possibly like we were a little aggrieved, which is quite nice. It's nice to have a a cause and a purpose uh, from the team going on there. No, yeah, well, well said about Ngakia. I, I I may be I may have been too. Too uh, too critical of the lad in in in, the, in his first kind of ten or fifteen minutes. I just found him and uh, him and Cabaselli were just kind of not not being forthright enough with the ball. And then he yeah. put those two great balls down the line. One which, yeah. as I say, opened it up for Davis going in there. Mm. Speak, speaking of Davis, you mentioned there he occupies the defence. If mm. we go if we go back to that Sunderland game when mm. he got taken off after I think it was eighty minutes, yeah, and he was occupying the Sunderland back line and they couldn't find a way into the game. If you recall, yeah, yeah, he went out. We bought Bio on. No, no yeah. disrespect to Bio, but he doesn't do exactly what you said there, which is exactly. stop them coming forward. They pushed on the midfield, pushed up, and every and and we know what happened in the last minute. Yeah. So no, Dave, Davis gives us something. I I just get the feeling that he gets his he gets match fit from matches and not from training yeah. at all. I think you're absolutely right. He's one of those types of players that just plays football, doesn't really train great. But if you you picture yourself as a, however big you are as a centre-half opposed to him, you're looking at him and thinking, Jesus, he's a mountain. I don't want him turning on me. So they're all sitting back, two or three of them around in like an arc around him, thinking, don't let this guy get the ball, turn and run at us. Because once he does, you just can't top, you can't stop him. Um, I mean, you know, if the referee had done his job, he, he got... He, Davis did his job. He got he turned, he ran at the guy, got a penalty. It's disgraceful that it wasn't given. And, you know, he can look at himself. At that moment, he could have won us the game anyway, you know, and people then would have been saying, great work by Davis, he won us a penalty, we're 1-0 up, and away we went. But it didn't happen that way, but it should have done. And that's what he does, and I think we have to give him a bit a bit of slack on that. And, um, I, you know, I wouldn't want him turning and running at me because, as you say, you just can't stop him. So fair play to him. And I also agree with you about young Delhi Bashiri. He does need a, a mention I thought that second half particularly, he drove with some lovely pace there and he looked a baller. So, um, yeah. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The, the signs are good you know we're patching them up and getting them out there so you know let's just hope let's hope Pozzo really does wake up and does something in January and brings players ready to hit the ground running because I think we've got a management team that uh, know how to know how to, well they do know how to get promoted it's as simple as that they've done it before so give them the tools and let them get on with it I, I also think that it's obviously improved from uh, from Julian Dix coming and going on a Friday night I'd have a bottle of scotch and he'd have two bottles of red wine. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's your sports science prep for you, if ever you needed it. There you go. Football in the old days, we all remember Absolutely, it. Absolutely, we do. We do. Brilliant. Rich, sir, have a great Christmas and I'm sure we'll see you, uh, see you, uh, see you Boxing Day. And the same to you guys. All well, the best. Hope you feel better, Carl. This is Neil Cox. We do not scratch our eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. Wonderful stuff. Oh, Carl, look at this. All these get well soon bits. I like this. Is everybody being very nice to you? I'm very spoiled. You are, absolutely. I think everybody's very, very content. We've got no more requests for, for anybody to come on. So if anybody wants to have a comment or have a say, just, just come and request. I've got something to say, um, and this comes from, I don't want to say the word source. It's not the right word to say, but the SAR situation where he didn't show up last Ooh. week, I, I've been told that, the club never actually gave Saar a, a date to come back on. It was more of a, an open-ended come back when you're ready, obviously not taking the mitt, but rather than saying come back for the whole game, they said, look, just come back when you're when you're ready to come back. So it was a bit of a, an open side from the club rather than Saar deciding to stay away, as I understand it anyway. Oh, interesting and rather rather um, a rather soft level of level of management to just say you know come back after the first game you know it isn't what they've said but for him to assume that that might be the case seems a little bit odd as well yeah. doesn't it i just think it's a little bit more there's a little bit more to it than than maybe he just didn't turn up yeah 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 which was was which was kind of the rumor mill that he you know he just didn't show up where i actually think it was more of a you know you, you not come back when you're ready but you you come back in your own sort of speed if you like but yeah so there's a little bit more to it than that I also understand that there are players currently training with the Watford side that are not Watford players yet so there's players at the club currently that will be announced very soon Ooh. don't know can't tell you that but there's play, there's players players there ready to well play. in the same way that Bakuna was training with, with Watford yeah. already yeah, and was. he was uh, because he, he the last game he played was in June because he played for Curacao, his, his national team. And he was training with Birmingham because his brother, Janino Bacuna, plays for Birmingham. So there was, a, there was a Birmingham article where John Eustace had said, yeah, no, no, we'll have a chat with the lad because, you know, we think he, he's 
he's useful, which is probably difficult to say for an ex-Aston Villa player, but you know. And so he was with us and there's, it's quite often that especially out of contract players will come and have informal trials. They don't announce it or anything, but they're just coming in for a period of, you know, for them to take a look at in training. So very interesting to see. Very interesting. Right. Ellie, we'll come to you in just a second. Thank you very much for uh, for looking to join us. But that'll be good. I'm just going to go to a couple of the five word reviews because it's it, this is the place where we want to hear everybody's opinion. And if you disagree with us, all the more good. I like that very much. All the more good. That's not even English. Never mind. Uh, Cameron says, always believe in your soul. Can't imagine who you're referring to there, Cameron. Ben, Ben says, Bakuna is absolute dog shite. He was not impressed with our stand-in player there. So fair enough. Okay, if that's what you thought. I personally thought he came in and he didn't set the world alight. He was a, a dead body on the Alamo wall and any number of those players can come back and do a better job for him. But he was better than shunting Pedro out of the way f- for me personally. But it's fine for me, for us all to not necessarily agree with that. Uh, We're all Hornet Steve says, shivery scrap with Brazilian stunner. I think we've all had holidays like that. Uh, Will Gasper says, uh, seemingly good enough. JP's good. Like that, good one. Cole Campion says, third in the league. Insane. He also says, Cathcart, short sleeves, no gloves. Hand claps. He likes that. That's very true. That's very true. There's, there's something about, I don't know what it is about footballers, um, the, the, the football supporters don't like to see them don't like to see them trying to keep their extremities warm in any way, shape or form. Glove, gloves or leggings or even under armour to a certain degree. It's always been frowned upon. Brian Edwards said, oh, Christ, the crow's on. <laughs> I, I imagine these were the uh, these were the ones coming in, in the late uh, scheduled tweets there. Where was Vakum Bio's hat-trick? Asked Mikey Abra- Abrahams after also saying only Al Pedro scores goals. Vince Smith says, Hive is a total shambles. Now, I know that Uncle Ron has been saying that uh, the Hive Live uh, has been running out of sync for the last few weeks and has, has not been as good since uh, since it's become a paid service. So there we go. Brian Edwards says, Billich clearly is the one. Mark Hancock says, Watford fans looked very cold. They did, but they kept themselves warm by singing. Well done, because we heard you all the way. Mikey Abraham said, wish Davis could pass more. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was a couple of times where he did keep it a bit too much, but uh, we, we've kind of talked about him a little bit. Uh, Jane Kearney says, fabulous, you glorious golden boy. Boys like that. Ismail Asar said, carry on by Pedro again. Who's Ismail? There's no blue tick there. I, I suspect that's not actually Ismail Asar 23. I very much doubt he was, he was basically came off the pitch at Huddersfield and came straight onto the spaces. We'll see. Uh, Mumbling Death Row says, a game of one half. Good that we're doing enough in games when we're not great. JP was the difference. Mumbling Defro, well done for ta- for having no truck with any of my ridiculous five word nonsense. Silverman Hallo sir says King Semmer is a Swiss knife. He's a Swedish Swiss knife. Oh, I see. Yes, Swiss Army knife. But he's he shortened it to Swiss knife to for the five words. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Right, let's go and see Ellie. Let's go and see Ellie. Let's see what she thinks of everything and how her sweary mum and various family people are. Ellie, how are you? Hello, everybody. Merry how Christmas. Merry Christmas, darlings. How rubbish was the World Cup? Can we just get that one off my chest? (laughs) However, it was very nice watching quite a few games stateside in the sunshine in Florida. It was very enjoyable. But my God, I actually was expecting more from today's game. Oh, okay. where, where, Where were we short in your eyes? I just, I thought we would get a nice 4 0 hammering up in that, you know, godforsaken place. That, that's, treat, that's treatment of the North that only normally Carl gets away with. 
if you've been to Huddersfield, it, it it's not the nicest place. Like it's a bit rough. Do you know what I mean? I I've been to Huddersfield. It, no, that's... you not think the ground's a bit rough looking? Uh, well, not the new one. I wouldn't have thought. I don't think the new one looks it. The old one looked rough as old dogs, but this one's this one's sparkling and spanking and new. I thought it's new, but it's not that nice. Ah. Like there's not places to go but i just i was kind of expecting more um it's like when you find out that your new the new partner in your life has basically been lying to you oh hello hello we're oversharing again here go on carry on i just think it's a bit it was disappointing and i kind of expected more however the sky commentary was absolutely hilarious and i was kind of streaming it as well so we were having a good a good watch today me and my mum but yeah i just kind of disappointed really i think it was a golden opportunity to get more goals really well i've got to ask a question then so as as a fine exponent of of youth being being given through now they haven't come through the academy and we've, we've done the academy piece but what did you think of tom deli bashiru and aspria this season and and obviously in deli bashiru's case in the last two games for young players who stepped into the team what are your thoughts on those two I think they've stepped up and they've done an absolute, I think they've done a really good job, to be fair. I think it's good that, you know, Slavin's given them the opportunity they so blimmin' well need. And I love to see the new sort of like the youth players coming through. And I think it's good that we're bringing young blood back into the side because if we don't have young blood, then how can we challenge for titles and how can we look at potentially going into the Premier League without any of that in place and having the right foundations and stuff? I think it's good. This this is this is astonishing stuff. So let, let's, let's examine the evidence here. Ellie's been to Florida. She wants to have younger players signed. Um, previously, she'd wanted to basically take out the older players and have them shot or put on disciplinary or something like that. And and she's been to Florida. Are you actually Uncle Ron? Yeah. It's amazing. This is incredible <laughs> stuff. Great stuff. Great call as ever from Ellie. We had a call with uh, with, with Richard from uh, from one of the Huddersfield podcasts. Um, where he takes that chance. Uh, lovely guy and was talking about, you know, <sighs> that, that they create very little, which I think we sort of saw today because they had a lot of possession but didn't really yeah. create a lot with it. But we also have to say fair play to our guys at the back, third third clean sheet in a row. So that that side of it looks good. And I think in terms of your request for a 4-0, if the penalty's given, if Sars header goes in, if Sars, uh, that there was that strange one where um, I think it was Bakuna actually put the ball across and it was, Ironically, I think it was Ngakia just missed it. The ball came to Saar at the left. He tried to put it back in, but he was it was such a tight angle. It it, it was just a couple of moments away from maybe having that, but uh, but it wasn't. You're right. So fair enough. I think Saar had a good game today, if I'm being completely honest with you. Oh, nice. Um, I think that he has really actually proven his worth, and I think that it's taken time for him to do so. Um, I think with the change in the personnel, should we say, I think that's not been easy. Um, I hope to God that Slavin Bilic is still here this time next year, if I'm being honest. You think we're building? I, I am hopeful. I am hopeful. Without hope, you've got nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it would be it would be dreadful of us to uh, to lose him. I mean, yeah, especially having just pulled Julian Dix all the way back across the Atlantic with you, probably from Florida, but he was in North Carolina. Would be would and be I, a shame. I think he's going to be really good, and I think it's just pro- I think they're making such good progress with him that if he does go, it'll be an absolute shame. There you go. There's Ellie. Fantastic call as ever, Ellie. In in the in in the first sentence, disparaging the World Cup. That's the kind of thing we like round here. None of your lily-livered conversations. Really say it as it is. 
a really good point here from uh, from match warm Watford shirts. Thank you for that. Scored two. Mr. Sitter. Yao Pedro, of course, also had that opportunity in the first half that I think the, the commentators kind of compared it to Raymond I's chance uh, last week. So, you know, there, there were even more opportunities for us to score. We didn't. We didn't pull the trigger, but, you know, we did uh, We did get two in there. Uh, Willie Ecker's like, hello, Ken, how are you doing? Uh, JP goes, we are sunk, he says. A lot of people wanting uh, Yao Pedro to stay. Hectate said, uh, Yao Pedro is world-class. David Wallace says, decent second half, saves game. Very, very true indeed. Lee Thomas uh, puts in a five-word review with no words whatsoever. Simply puts in a meme of Yao Pedro doing a dance. I'd say that's a kind of a samba Brazilian kind of thing. And then uh, and then Burnett says, Yao Pedro is rather good. I agree. I think he's absolutely tremendous and we want to keep him as long as we can. Speaking about people who are rather good and we'd like to keep them as long as as long as we can we're going to go to uh to, to mr neil silverstein mr neil silverstein how are you sir um i'm confused again <laughs> excellent this is a good state to be in what 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 confuses you sir well lots in general really but uh this afternoon um <clears throat> relatively pleased with the performance um i i you know pick out what ellie said for me i guess that's the minimum um, that I'd have expected to get up there, really. Confused how on earth Keenan Davis didn't get a shot on target. And also, for me, I wanted Sar to get a booking because I had a lovely little bet that was running that would have served quite nicely. So that's where I was confused how that didn't come in. I mean, Davis <laughs> not getting a shot on target against Huddersfield. That's That, that for me, is a bit of a concern. But like you were saying, he... he he does occupy the defence and allow others to uh, weave their magic. So I guess he's a team player rather than a goal scorer for us. He, he is. And it, it, if you're playing that one up front, they do play an awful lot of time with their back to goal. I thought it was interesting in the first half when he, he was on the right side and he was desperately trying to pull it back onto his left to have a shot when both Saar and Pedro were probably better positioned, really. Um, yeah. But, but, but he, so he, want, he wants to score. He wants to get him away, I'm sure. Sorry, mate. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, I just agree with you a bit. Then there was the, the, the um, passage play in the second half where he's cutting from the right, run across about four defenders, just desperate to get his shot away when there was one or two others that he could have played in. So I think the desire there, the application is there. I mean, I'm happy with the performance, but obviously it, it, you just kind of want a bit more um, output from him. But uh, no, re- really pleasing signs there. I think, you know, as Ellie said about, you know, Billage starting to build. Uh, we live in hope that the Pozos make a logical and sensible decision for once. Um, <laughs> you had me at logical and sensible. Yeah, go on. <laughs> well, I did say for once to end it. But um, the other bit is, I, I, the, the bit of, I, I guess, that, that gets me is, I'd hate to be the one to tell Dix that he's got to go and sort something else out at the end of the season after uprooting back from North Carolina. That's probably going to be one of the bravest decisions the Pozos make if that's what they end up doing. I no, I agree. I agree. I think you want to make sure that he's got he's got another voice and another combination of, uh, of voices in there, and also somebody who his uh, his his coaching staff. I mean, one of the things he said he was asked was, "What do you bring?" And he said, "Well, I'm not Croatian." But, yeah. but ha- ha- having a different kind of set of cultural references and experiences help. Obviously, all his coaching staff have all managed at West Ham and West Brom, so they're, they're, they they know what they're doing. There's no problem with that. But having somebody who can deal with things in a different way seemed good. I don't know if you read Andrew French's uh, piece in the Watford Observer. It was really it was really nice and really good. And he was saying, you know, he, he kind of the way he talks belies you know kind of the the image we had of him as a as a player who was like you know kind of psych. But he was uh, 
you know, so I, I think he's a good addition. And you're quite right. I wouldn't want to tell him he's got to go back to the States either. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I, I think there's a maturity from the the, the, the marauding fullback. You know, that I actually grew up watching and loving to watch play football to to what he does now, and you know, decent, solid man by the looks of it. But the other bit that for me that comes into play is this this lovely new technical director, um, mm-hmm. and and what what's he been working on, um, and what can he bring through. So I'm really optimistic about where we go as long as the pozos, you know, allow the collective that, they, that they've built to actually do what they're good at and what they've been brought in to do and not bloody meddling again. But I, I guess that's that's the, the challenge that as fans we face. Do we get frustrated by it and the fact we've still got Cabaselli out there as a centre-back or, or do we trust the fact that the players are coming through Courtney House might actually do something other than just lie on the physio's table and go from there. There's a good, good way to end it and uh, relatively positive. And on that note, I'm off and out of here. Have a lovely evening, chaps. And uh, Cheers, fella. Bit, Carl, I hope you feel better. Oh, look at this. Everybody wishing you well, Carl. I, I hope you're feeling a, at least a warm glow that's not just your nose where you've been blowing it a lot. But, you know. Uh, very, very, thank you to everyone that's wished me well. Thank you. Man flu is a very dangerous thing, we know. Well, somebody who I suspect was at the game would be Thomas Johnson, who's, uh, who's posted up and said, festive, freezing and fucking sexy after half time. He, 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 Thomas has gone with the, if I put it in brackets, he won't count them. Yes, I will, Thomas. I'm, I'm, I'm alert to these things. Attention to detail is my watchword. We like this a lot. Louis Teixeira says, move the ball and we win. Very good. Very good point indeed. I was talking earlier on about looking, trying to move that ball out a bit quicker because I think we've got the ability and the capability in the squad to do just that, which would be great. So there we go. Anyway, so things coming uh, things coming this week to look out for. We had uh, we had an interview with uh, the guys from Watford Gold, watfordgold.org.uk. It's basically like a museum for Watford Football Club memorabilia and history. It's great. Go and have a look at it or listen to our podcast where we talk to Neil and Tom from uh, from Watford Gold. That'll be out Tuesday, I imagine, for you to, to take a look at. And then uh, in, in the back end of the week, we'll also have the Millwall uh, podcast in terms of the preview again, which we, we, we recorded before now because... Alex from the, from the Millwall podcast was going away and wanted to be in on it. So that, that'll be coming out. But also a special World versus Carl coming to you. A Christmas bumper special, which hopefully you can enjoy when you're, you get 10 minutes and you're trying to, I don't know, put the sprouts on or avoid the family or something like that. So it's been a busy old week and lots of stuff to go, uh, to go on. But uh, hopefully everybody can have a great Christmas and then we can all reconvene against Millwall on Boxing Day as much as Justin hates Boxing Day games. Oh, I hate them. Uh, oh. You, <laughs> I really don't like um, them. One thing just to just to let you also let you know is um we we launched our Patreon site a couple of weeks ago and it's gone it's gone great. So thank you. First of all, thank you so much for the people who have joined the Patreon. They're just making a little contribution, just helps us make sure that we can do all the more stuff and basically keep that all coming out for free. So they are they are doing a huge uh, favour for us. They're just helping us kind of cover some costs. If you want to come on and, and, and join in on that, that was great. There is a, uh, th- what we've got there is a like a private Patreon kind of, um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like a members group where it's like a, like a like kind a of a chat. Yeah, like a community yeah, chat. Um, where we talk about all sorts of things Watford related but also also not Watford related Sabutio and Sabutio Cricket has come up 
before. That's all I'm saying. But uh, you know, look if if you if that's something you want to be a member of, uh, go over and have a look at our our Patreon site at uh, at. at patreon.com and then search do not scratch your eyes and uh, if you want to come on board on that at any point please do but a huge thank you to to our patrons who have done that because today we've moved over also to the talk sport fan network so uh, what we will be doing is releasing this as a podcast but you'll probably hear the the buzzes and clicks as justin and i try and work out quite how we do that today so this will be up uh, tomorrow as well but uh I think personally, it it was a it was an encouraging performance, if a little bit workmanlike or professional or bang average, depending on what your thoughts are, because they're all everybody's thoughts. They're all as uh, valid as anybody else's. But uh, but th- those will be uh, those will be coming to you very shortly. In the meantime, let's quickly look at the full re- full comments on uh, on the site here. Uh, Natasha Wright said. Promotion has to be this season. Without offloading passengers, acquiring astute signings and player investment, we are looking at the ghost of Christmas yet to come when you watch how far Huddersfield have fallen. So Natasha said, yeah, okay, good result, but we don't want to be where they are. And I'm not just talking about Huddersfield. And I think they've got quite a nice ground, but there we go. Jason Rose, hello, Jason, says, apart from the first 30 minutes, I thought we were in control-ish. Thank Crunchy for Yao, the beautiful bastard. Three points, clean sheet. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Excellent. Very good. Wendover on said, one of the non-contracted players training is Ezio Toure, a centre forward from Basingstoke. Now, I saw Ezio Toure play against the, uh, for the under-21s against West Brom under-21s in the Premier League Cup. And he looks useful. He looks useful. So he's currently with Basingstoke playing, but he's playing with the development team to take a look at. He and there was another guy who was playing number eight, whose name, I, I think it was Hamdida or something like that, um, looked, looked pretty useful. So there'd be a number of players there looking, but I would suggest he would be to be retained in the development squad, but he would be somebody who, if you needed to call upon him, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Louis Teixeira says, not perfect, but a win's a win. They were poor, but we did what we had to do. And we uh, and we had to uh, have the quality of Pedro and Spria really pulled through. Defended well uh, when we had to and gave us travelling fans something to take home. Well done to the fans who made it and have a great Christmas, guys. Louis, if you're listening to this, Carl wants to know who Santa Claus was. He'd been wanting to know since he was four, but never mind. Brian Edwards says, space not working now. I know. I'm sorry about the the bungled start to this, but as we all know, Elon Musk has been doing some strange things. We are going to look into an alternative so that if Elon Musk wakes up one day and has a, a bad mood and takes spaces out or something, that we've all got somewhere to congregate. So watch this space. We'll be taking a look at that. All of that's also related to uh, to the Patreon guys. Uh, Joe? Uh, who, who's got an excellent uh, an excellent handle, which is at Yasser Espria. Think Espria came on and created well. Thought Cathcart was outstanding along with Cabaselli. Six clean sheets in eight. Very good. There's me concentrating on the last three. Well done there. Well done there, Joe. Keep keep me honest. Wendover Horn says other earbuds are available. Oh, there you go, Justin. You yes. can get other ones. They they don't just have to be those expensive ones, but they do tend to dug out. And uh, WFC Blue 2006 has put in. <laughs> yeah, you just have to go and look at that. It's a. Uh, he's just put Doog, and there's a there's a meme of a dog. How oh, very very strange. There we go. WFC Blue 2006. We want more of these. We want more of this strange stuff. That's what we want. So 2-0 away at Huddersfield, so much better than our last promotion season where uh, Kapu put an own goal in. Foster 
played silly buggers with his feet. Dini was on the bench inexplicably, and then we fired the manager. This isn't that. The, the results the other way around. It puts us into a decent position, and hopefully, hopefully, we can turn around the Millwall result and really kind of take that to them on Boxing Day. Justin, anything to add, sir? Not really. Carl, anything to add? Uh- not, not really, mate. Just to wish everybody listening uh, a very Merry Christmas. Uh, thank you very much for um, sticking with us and tuning into our spaces. We did have a bit of a wobble last night when we saw that spaces weren't available temporarily. Uh, we were scrabbling around trying to find another way of being able to communicate to you. But fortunately, we're here. We will have some sort of backup plan sorted just in case that happens again. But yeah, uh, nothing really else to add except to say have a very lovely Christmas and we'll catch up with you on Boxing Day. Carlos. Yeah, yeah. What what Justin said. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Have a great one. Um, thank you so much for all your support. It really is appreciated. We're, we're only as good as you guys, so uh, we we really do uh, really do appreciate it. And uh, long may this uh, this this continue because it's uh, it's good fun. Let's be honest. We're considerably worse than you guys. You all know it. We know it. But what the hell? Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we we well, I commentated. Uh, Justin and Carl wandered around the ground. Carl had a hangover uh, at the ladies' game against against Crawley Wasps. As we speak, at six o'clock, the game that they should have been playing that day was against Hashtag United, who are the uh, online uh, social media-based team and and their women's team. It got moved, and then it was going to be played tonight at six o'clock, but the game was reversed. It was going to be played at Hashtag. But because of the weather, their pitch has frozen because they don't have good facilities, a bit like Luton Town. See where I get there. So instead, they have reversed the result again, and the game is being played under the dome at Watford Training Ground. So um, if you're if you're if you've got uh, Twitter to hand, go to uh, go to Watford FC and go to Watford um, FC Women, um, and you can follow the commentary um, as to what's going on where we take on hashtag United tonight because the women have had a fantastic season. This is their last game of the year, and it's really regretful that it, it, they're not going to be able to play it in front of anybody, but uh, we can give them the support nonetheless. Right, guys. So we will see you after Millwall on Boxing Day. Have a lovely Christmas with friends and family, etc. Look out for the for the podcasts uh, in, in the week beforehand, and uh, and we will see you all soon. Take care now. You on. You on. You on. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.